<coughs> is you bet? Uh-huh. What's up, everybody? It's your best friend, Trey Vares. Wait a minute. Start it over. Wow. Okay. I was sipping. Oh. <coughs> What's up, everybody? It's your best friend, Trey Vares. And your baby daddy, Dom. And this is Peach Tea Podcast. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Go for what you know. Listen, it was it was gonna it was no quiet way to get these open. Gotcha. Here come honey, trying to get some snacks. How the hell are you, Bob? I'm good, Shirley. <laughs> I said Bob. Why well, couldn't get like I don't know. Dylan? I don't know. Richard. Shirley was the first thing that came to my mind. Oh, okay, I'll take it. That's fine. I mean I feel like I've been Shirley all weekend, so Maybe because um you said Bob, but it reminded Barbara. me of Barbara. Shirley, mm-hmm. gotcha. Okay, um, how was your weekend? Um, even though this episode's gonna be hella late, but it's okay, no deal. Right, my weekend was good though. Um, I didn't do much. I feel like I, I had a really chill and relaxing weekend. Okay, which is what I needed. Gotcha, that's good. I feel like you did sleep a lot when I called you this weekend. You were in the bed a lot. I or, was, or under some kind of cover of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> You know, every now and then you just need to like, you need to recuperate, uh-huh. rejuvenate, uh-huh. you know, get your chakras in order. Um, Because sometimes I don't sleep very well. Like you toss and turn in the night or what? Or like I'll get into bed at a reasonable hour, uh-huh. like nine or ten. Yes. But I'll be up till like three. Gotcha. Just laying and scrolling, and then I might turn on the TV or I don't know. I realized I had to put this phone down. I just throw it under my pillow and roll to the other side of the bed and go to sleep. Right. So now what I have done, what I started doing was I put my um my do not disturb uh-huh. is on a timer. Okay. So it starts at midnight. Yes. And it doesn't. So I won't get any notifications okay. until uh, eight o'clock in the morning. Okay. I don't have to call. Who not to call if I go to jail? I mean, if you continue to call, like, if you're coming back to bed, oh, okay. it'll it'll eventually notify me, but, like... If I'm in a bad situation... Sorry, sis. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to this man. Thanks. I mean... Okay. Um, my weekend was... What was my weekend? Oh, I worked Friday. Trey Presley was, like, the host for Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, he is fine in person. I keep forgetting sometimes. I'd be so over him on social media, and I see him in person, I'm like, oh... Listen, I poke him in the booty. Yes, I would. I told him. I tried to kiss him Friday. It almost happened, but then I got slapped. Pray. I really was. We were literally like not even a full inch away from each other, and I was gonna go in for it. But but who smacked you? G. Why the, he smack you? The owner. <laughs> I don't think he remember smacking me either. I didn't realize until like after I was like, this nigga smacked me. And he was like, whatever happens on Friday nights, I am not aware of. Well, but yeah, um, maybe you'll have another opportunity. I worked Friday, I worked Saturday night, and then I went to Tyler Hall concert. But I want to talk about that after the pizza week. Okay. Because I just feel like I need to give you the detail, the play-by-play. Okay. Okay. So, um, my pizza of the week goes to MJ Rodriguez, or Rodriguez, however you want to pronounce it. Rodriguez. Um... Some of y'all only know her as Blanca on Pose. However... I'm giving her the peach of the week because 
she's like she just lives her best life unapologetically, but she's not forcing it on you. Like I thoroughly enjoy seeing her vogue and just be the woman that she is and just like and I her feel like growth. She, she's really coming into her like yeah, stardom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like so I've really just been enjoying like like she's kinda like silent but getting the job done. Her journey. Yeah, it's just like not like just in your face. But when she's in your face, it's great in your face. Listen, that bust down the middle was everything. That bust in the middle social doors. I just love to see her vogue. Her voguing just, it just sends me up all the time. It is real soft and kind. The only time that I was like fairly disappointed was the Met Gala. But other than that, I'm okay. I don't think I remember that. Yeah, it was really bad. I don't need to remember it. Okay. But other than that, my Peach of the Week goes to her. I love her. I think she's amazing. Yeah, I just I'm here for the growth, the black growth. Okay, okay. So yes. Um, <clears throat> so my peach is actually going to this. Um, I guess it's a YouTube show. Yeah. Show on YouTube. Um, it's called Hot Ones. Um. So I had seen the memes. Yes. About the show, but I never knew where they came. Where they came from? Yeah, where they came from. Yeah. So um. One day, one of my coworkers was talking about the show, mm-hmm. and so I just like on my break, I um, I looked it up on my phone, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is the thing that I've been seeing about the memes." Right. So then, like, I watched like two episodes, or whatever, and I was like, "Oh, this is really dope, like a really cute idea." So for those of you that don't know, Hot Ones is a show where a guy he interviews all these different celebrities, but while he's asking them the questions, there's ten wings in front, ten chicken wings in front of them. And they all have a different hot sauce on it. And they gradually get hotter as the questions go on. So it's just funny to see like them try to hold their composure right. while they're eating these hot wings. Um, I thoroughly enjoy Kiki Palmer's. Yeah, that was Kiki funny. Palmer's was funny. <laughs> so, um, I, yeah, I was just really getting into that. So my Peach of the Week goes to that show. Because I think it's really, I think it's a good show because it's like a different interview style. Yeah, and I feel like it's it's entertaining at the same time, where it's not like just like a boring right. And like, also, interview. like a lot of interviewers, I guess if you whatever people who like ask questions, celebrities, they spend so much time trying to get like the dish and the negative and the like gossip out of them. It's like let's get to know them outside of that. Like that's all that mm-hmm. we see all the time. Like between yeah, because bloggers he, and all that, it's always mess. So it's different. Yeah, because he definitely like asked them questions about like. He does ask them questions about, like, their different roles, like, their career stuff. Uh-huh. But then he also asks them, like, like personal stuff, but, like, fun personal stuff, like, about their social media or about, right. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I saw you tweeted whatever, whatever. So, like, he asks, like, stuff like that. Right, all right. Um, so, I think it's, like, a, a fun interview. Um, so, shout out to them, to Hot Ones. That's what's up. Okay, yeah. so, this Taja Call concert. Yes, that I missed. <sighs> To anybody who missed this concert, it topped every concert that he's ever done. Okay. Literally was, it was the best choreography, the best music arrangements, the best stage setup, the best costumes. It was just the best. Like, it was just the best. Um, so, Candy came out. Um, Real Housewives of Atlanta Candy came out. She, you know, did her whole What's up, y'all? I'm Candy from Escape and Real Housewives of Atlanta. You know, the crowd went up for her. She looked amazing. Um, and then she said, you know... Did you do the meet and greet this time? Yes, I did. Okay. Only because I bought two, uh, two items. 
So when you buy two items, you get a wristband immediately. I wasn't going to, but I was like, wait, this is my first time I've been dragging him and whatever. So I uh-huh. do this. Anyway, so she was like, this next artist we have coming out is an amazing artist. She's great. She's dope. We're still trying to figure out who this is. She was like, she's a winner. And she, it was, she just kept, she was describing her, but without saying like what she won and what she like, you know, all these mm-hmm. things. Um, and then Tamar walks out. Well, first she leaves and then Tamar's name comes up on the screen. Okay. And she said something about like, um, she's a big brother winner. And that's when everybody just went up in the room and was like, we know mm. who this is. So her name lit up in red, Tamar Braxton. And I lost it. I was like, oh my God. Because I always wanted to see Tamar in concerts. So I was like, this is like the moment I've like always wanted. So she came out and did Hot Sugar. She is gorgeous. Like, gorgeous. Like, she is stunning. Like, okay. she is really pretty. Um, her energy is really youthful and young on stage. Like, she gives you like, she did Hot Sugar. She did like, a whole set just like Hot Sugar. Okay. Her her dancers, they gave you full choreography. The mic was on. Okay. <laughs> this was singing. Okay. Oh, she knew her dance moves. And she had fun. She did her little number. She walked off. And that was that. So then it was like maybe five or ten more minutes in between that. Everybody kind of, you know, settled down and chill for a second. The lights went down. And the show started, bitch. And it was, it was literally a nonstop, no sitting down the whole time. I was in full drive. I took my shoes off. (laughs) I was like, I'm not going to, this is everything. Um, What shoes did you end up wearing? The thigh boots. Okay. Because I... With me having that outfit on, it's so short, I needed the coverage. Okay. I just felt like it was a lot of a... Um, but when I walked in the room, the girls couldn't take. <laughs> like, when I walked in the room, at the security guards, they patch you down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, don't, I don't have all nothing, so I ain't like you're going to pay me right. um, But all the security guards just, like, mouth drop. Like, hello. I was like, hi. <laughs> hi, excuse me. <laughs> Um, shit, they probably thought she was gonna perform, right? Um, so I walked in, and then when I walked, because we were on like row B, but that's like the fifth row because you know they have like the double letters first, yeah. So we're like on the fifth row, so I'm walking from the back of the room to the front, and the crowd is like, All you hear is yes, bitch, yes, queen. I just can't walk, I didn't even look, I just like, Okay, that's cute. Um, so he started off with attention, Do I have your attention? Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot the guy's name, but that I did a kick into a split. Mm-hmm. It was one guy in the crowd. Went, he like he literally did the kick. Was it the white split. guy? It was a black guy. Oh, okay. Uh, the guy that was in the fag video. Okay. The ball head one. Okay. He mm-hmm. did it. But literally he like kicked, split, and bounced right about him and went back into choreography. Like all the girls, all the guys was on it. Um, Todd's costumes are like, like. I saw some, I've seen some videos on Instagram. But the, the. For some reason, the only uh, outfit that I've seen on Instagram is the one with the cups. That's what he opened with. And you would add like he had on jeans. He would just dance like it was not like a restriction. It was just like... And it was well-made. Like, it just... He looked amazing. Um, that was one of my favorite outfits. Then he had this one um, for... Because he did, like, a money situation. Like, it was, like, okay. a money medley. But he used, like, Cardi B's money. Uh-huh. Um, Cardi B's bow that yellow. Um, and then two of his songs. I don't think it was... The one was about being drip. rich? I got two phones. One for whatever. Uh-huh. But I just wanted something. That's two. Someone, yeah, but it was some other ones he did. 
it was like a, a medley of them, but the sleeves were like these big dollar bills. Like okay. crumbled up, but they were all crumbled up all down the sleeves. Oh, that's it cute. was like everything, and it was like a big dollar bill on the train. Oh, that's cute. I mean, the the uh, the guy dancers had these ski masks on, all black, and these like jumbo size like duffel bags. Like they were huge. Like oh, okay, they were money book bags, but they were like huge. Um, like the size of that table right there. That is huge. With, like, straps on. They just put it on. Like, I swear to God, like, when they left them on the stage, somebody that came and picked them up, like, picked it up, like, and was, like, walking. Like, you gotta wheel it off yeah. the stage. Um, the dramatics were everything. The live arrangements were everything. Um, Drip Isha. He stopped in the middle. He was like, I want to bring somebody into the show to somebody. So, he bought out his new assistant. Um, this cute, like, little chunky black guy in a hoodie, real shy. He came out. He was like, you know, I love him. He's amazing. He's been great on the tour. He was like, um, I noticed when we were filming Drip Isha and the fag video, like, he knows the choreography. And so I want him to do it. And he was like, no, 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 do it. And so they started the music up and the girl started dancing and he jumped right in and wore it out. Like, That's splits, cute. twerks, like, it was everything. Um, so he's like the first half of the show in drag. And then his last song, um, it's a song that he's never, like, released yet. It's a, like, he wrote a bunch of songs. He's, like, he said that he wrote a bunch of songs about, like, you know, people loving themselves and, like, loving beautiful men. But he never wrote a song about him loving himself and finding himself beautiful. And so it was, like, a slow song. It was really pretty. Um, but, like, halfway through the set, like, he came out of drag on the stage. So, like, the makeup artist and hairstyles, everybody came out and, like, bum-rushed him. And, like, they, like, wiped it off and everything. It was literally in, like... Not even 15 seconds. Like that video that I saw that I sent you, but in reverse. Basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was really fast. Like, it was like 15 seconds. Oh, shit. Because it was a part of that song. Like, they literally came out, snatched the wig off. It was like three people on his face. They took a towel. And then, there he was. Okay. <laughs> Listen. Um, but it was, like, great. It was a really great show. The second half was great because he did it in all, like, all boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I enjoyed this tour more because it was not filtered. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't Disney. It wasn't for kids. It was like, I'm grown. I'm gay as fuck. That's what it is. Like, get into it. I mean, I don't really think that uh, the last one was too censored. It wasn't too censored, but it was still like, it still had that Disney feel to it. A little bit. Because, of course, it was it the was Forbidden Story. Yeah. yeah. But this one was like, this is what it is. Like, this is... So, you know, the last boyfriend, Danny, the British one with the curly hair. Mm-hmm, he broke boy. up with him. He wore him out for a smooth 10 minutes on that, on, um, you ain't shit. So, it was like a country movie of him, like, hiking on a horse and through the desert, uh, Todrick. Mm-hmm. It was called Daddy Boy. Um, some song, some little quick little, like, theatric song called Daddy Boy. And then he came out and did you ain't shit. And they did it in, like, cowboy stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was like, they did the song. They did the country part. They did a hoedown, like, a whole dance hoedown mm-hmm. when they was dancing. They made, um... The Macarena, a UA shit, that they re- changed the words to the Macarena. They changed the words to um, Thriller. And then the Thriller moves with the light okay. and then UA shit. Um, it was a bunch of stuff, but it was like, it was a jazz one. It was like a theater one. It was the Nutcracker. It was like um, Kiki Boots. It was like different, like, but it was all about UA shit. And the last one was like a big Broadway theatrical thing. It was like, uh, and you have a little dick. Ah! 
And that was it. It was so great and petty. It was everything. Um, and like these guys lined up in a line and flipped these pictures up, and it was all guys that Danny had ever dated or fucked with or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, it was just very interesting and just, you know, it was that. It was just a great concert. Um, yeah, I don't even know how to like describe. It just was great. Like, so I got a question. Head. Yes. Because this, this, it just popped in my head. Yes. So with that, though, like, I feel like there's a, there's, there is, to me, there's a difference between being petty and, cause the, okay, because that just almost seems like character assassination. Well, he didn't show any of his pictures. Of course, everybody knows who, who he's talking about. I also don't know if the pictures of the guys that he messed with were real pictures. Because they were all professional headshots. So I'm like, where are just people that he used to say these are the guys he dated? Like, did he had a different actor and say, can I use your headshot on my tour? Like, I don't know that type of thing. I mean, but still, it's yes. like you're putting the idea out there about somebody. Yes. So it's like, I get that maybe you were hurt by the situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you did that whole rant on social media. Yes. Through your stories. And now you're doing this whole thing on your tour. Like, that just seems to be a lot. This is true. So, like, in my in my opinion, I just feel like you're almost, like, running this man's name in the ground. Which can be a... It can seem a little excessive. Yes, and it also can seem like a form of hurt. Like, I'm, like he really hurt him a lot. And you're doing it like out of anger and emotions. Right. But I feel like there needs to be a healthier way to deal with that. Absolutely. However, it was great, though. I thoroughly enjoyed the shits. Um, I don't know if I would have liked it. But I wasn't there, so I can't. Yeah. You know. um, it was, other than that, like, overall, the show was really great. Like, he really showed, like, growth and hard work and dedication and, like, yeah. Yeah, it was great. Like, I, that's, the, that's, like, the best way that I could put it was, like, it was great. Um, all new dancers except for two, um, which is Jazz and Jenny. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the guys were new. I think one girl has been there before, but I think it was like one time. But anyway, yeah. It was great. Um, nails, hair, hips, heels went off. The amount of fans in the room when they got to doing the fan for me. Oh, my just God. Just a lot of... It was like Makari was wearing that fan out. Oh, um, my gosh. You, you know, when he did that uh, that little hair swing, I turned right over, throwing that hair right side to side. It was everything. It was great. Um, and the guys dancing heels. It was just, it was just a great quality production of a show. And if it came back, I would go again. Just so much gay. It was just so. It was so gay. I met a lot of kids. Um, like when I went during the intermission, I went out to the tape the apparel. What is it? Merchandise table. Mm-hmm. Um, and I met like a lot of kids that I like, went take a picture with me and like their moms were with them. Um, one girl randomly didn't ask her name. I didn't say, I just said, hey, how are you? Nice to meet you. We took a picture. She blurted it out so loud. I was like, I don't know what to do with this. She was like, oh my God, I like girls. I can't tell my mom. And she was like 15. And I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> right. Okay, sis. I, I was mean- like, okay, well, I like boys. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I gave her, like, a little bit of advice. I'm just like, don't rush it. Don't force it. Like, right. Also, stay in school. And let's work on those grades. Right. Like, let's just... It's just... 
I've been meeting a lot of kids lately. So I don't know if that's a thing for me. So during the meet and greet, did you actually get to talk to him for a minute? Yeah. Like when I walked up to him, he said, I know who you are. I love you. You're, he was like, every tour, your look elevates. And this is like the best one so far. Um, he said, if I remember correctly, didn't we work together on a YouTube thing? I was like, yeah. Okay, um, well, that's good. He said something else, too. I forgot what it was, but... You should have been like, bitch, you should have checked your DMs. No, I looked at him and I said, Tamar was a nice opening act. And I left <laughs> it right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, it was cool. Which means he probably already had that planned. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that, and... Oh, I was like, and yeah, it was great. So that was that was that was that on that. Moving along. Um. Oh dang, we ain't even got into. Uh, nope. Brew of the week. Your little stories. Yes, not my little stories. Your little stories. All right, brew of the week. The tea is exceptionally good today. Who made this? Mmm, mm, very delicious. Hold on. Jennifer Burrows, an assistant pathologist with the Jackson County Medical Examiner Services, is accused of having sex with a dozen of corpse over the course of the last two years, a behavior which led to the birth of a baby boy on January 7th. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. She's had sex. Yes. With dozens of, of corpses. Course. Yes. How does she get pregnant from that? If it's fresh, the, the stuff still flows. I mean, Ew. That's right. I don't. I mean, I guess. I, mean, I guess. I mean, I don't it will still be there. Um, according to the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department, her baby is the son of a man who died in a car accident in March 2007, um, and whose body she was supposed to autopsy. The alleged. Oh, they allege that Miss Burroughs sexually abused more than 60 other dead bodies belonging to males aged from 17 to 71 of age years of age. Um. We opened an investigation into this case in October after we were informed that the suspect may have been sexually abusing corpse. Police Chief Forte told reporters, we accumulated enough evidence over the last few months to obtain a warrant for a paternity test on her newborn son. It confirmed our suspicions that the father of her child was indeed a 57-year-old veteran from Texas who was driving through the county when he had a fatal car accident. All the evidence that we have gathered suggests that he had never met Miss Burroughs before his demise and that he was already dead when the baby was conceived. There are no current laws, state or federal, governing or explicitly outlawing that the practice of necrophilia, Mm -hmm. since the corpse is considered human remains and no longer living, Therefore, it is technically legal in the state of Missouri, and Ms. Burroughs' actions are judged as an incident treatment of a corpse. She is facing a total of 158 charges, including indecent treatment of a corpse, disorderly conduct, indecent exposure, and possession of illegal drugs. The psycho... Psychologist? Nope. Psychiatric? Nope. Psycholo- oh, it's psychologist. <laughs> oh my God. So many, it was so many O's in my face that was swirling around. <laughs> the psychologists and experts that we have interviewed were divided in their interpretations of Ms. Burroughs' case. Some of the professors... Girl, we're not going we, to the we, we, we get it. We get yes. it. We get it. Um, Sis was fucking dead. However, people. all seem to agree that the 26-year-old woman was suffering from mental problems and that she would probably register a plea of insanity. She white, of course. She gonna get off. Yep, cause she got a baby to raise. Let them tell it. Mm-hmm, fine. 
41-year-old Dr. Jeremy Cornell has been working as a urologist for 13 years in different hospitals throughout Texas, settling in Houston in April 2018. After a three-year investigation, the FBI was able to determine that the surgeon illegally harvested one testicle from each of his patients while he was performing delicate surgeries on men suffering conditions relating to their bladder, urethra, and or kidneys. According to FBI spokesman Thomas Perry, Dr. Cornell would dismiss the nurses and support staff or send them on red... Red herring chase? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Red herring chase so he could be alone to harvest the organs. Um, some nurses reported simply being sent to get coffee while others were ordered to get specific type of medications which didn't even actually exist. Mr. Perry says investigators believed the surgeon was selling the organs and were extremely surprised to find dozens of pickled testicles in glass jars when they searched his residence this morning. Investigators found eight jars containing a total of 46 human testicles. That means there are at least 46 victims, but there could be more. We're not sure of his entire collection. Dr. Jeremy Cornell already faces a total of 137 criminal charges, including aggravated assault and battery, um, occasioning bodily harm, felony mayhem, possession of stolen property, (laughs) and improper disposition of human body parts. If found guilty on all charges, he could already face... A total of 635 years in jail. The FBI expects the number of charges to double over the next few days. Just kill me. If I'm being here for for 635 years, just kill me. For stealing balls. And what you just pickling them? (laughs) Just pickled nuts. Just pickled nuts. Just sitting in a jar. Don't worry. That is so gross. Um, Like, what are you doing with testicles? Don't keep me the lie. But you know what? That reminds me of like um, when I used to watch um, Criminal Minds. Uh-huh. Like whenever they would talk about like serial killers and stuff like that. Like how they would like, like there was one serial killer that would like um, clip the hair of the girls that he would like kill. Ew. So like he would have like pieces of hair from like all the girls. Like it's like a trophy type situation. Wow. So it could be like that. Like where he's like, these are all the surgeries I've done. So it's like a, a trophy from like Eat surgery. Yeah, just take a piece of skin. I mean, or just take a picture with with them when they wake up and have a photo album. I mean, that's what a normal person would do, I guess. Firefighters were called on the site around 11.15 this morning after receiving an unusual call but could not do nothing to save the 45-year-old house from being a total loss. Nancy Brown, the 911 operator who answered the call from 96-year-old Maurice Fogarter, says she thought... (laughs) She was dealing with pranksters when he told her he had torched the house, torched the house with napalm while having sex with his wife. With what? Napalm? N-A-P-A-L-M. Napalm. Napalm. <laughs> I don't think this house pronounced, but okay. He Napalm? told me... Huh? Napalm? Sure. I don't know. He told me he was penetrating his wife with his M1... As usual, but got too excited and activated the flamethrower. Miss Brown says the Miss Brown <laughs> says the explanation shocked her for a moment, and it took her almost a minute to realize he was actually it was actually true. He kept repeating that everything was burning, and I could hear his wife screaming behind him, but I still couldn't believe this could be real. Um, Mister Fogarty and his wife were transported to the hospital to be treated for the psychological shock caused by the event otherwise 
um, uninjured. They shouldn't face criminal criminal charges, but may have problems when it comes to claiming their insurance policy as damages caused to the use of weapons during sex games is really covered. A case involving a Gatlin gun in 2004 and another involving a rocket launcher in 2011 <laughs> have made their way to court. In both cases, their insurance companies did not have to pay anything. What the fuck are you doing with a rocket launcher? Um, The title of this says, Elderly couple accidentally burns house down during sex game involving WW2 flamethrower. First of all, first of all, it said he was penetrating her with his M1. My nigga was, a gun? First of all, my nigga was 96. But you were, you were inserting a gun into a female's genitalia. Well, I don't. I think he was holding it and just bang bang and just. No, you said he said he was penetrating her with the M one. Give me a second to find my M one. That's what you said. Ain't what you, ain't I'm what looking you for the M one. I can't even find the M one no more. Child. Oh yeah, yeah. He told me he was penetrating his wife wife with his M1. Oh, yeah, as usual. That's what I'm saying. But so got too excited and activated the flamethrower. That's what I'm saying. So you was, you was, you was penetrating this woman with a gun or, or whatever an M1 is. Whatever. And you set works. off a flamethrower. What do you do with a flamethrower? White people. Is this white people? Yes. Oh, my God. All these stories are white people. <laughs> this last one is it. That's true, cause I don't, I just don't I just can't see my I just cannot see my African American queens out here letting a man put a gun in her poo nanny. Well, Summer Bryant, you done seen some things. Well, all right. Summer Bryant, thirty nine, claims her medical bills at the University of New Mexico Hospital amount to one million one hundred and sixty eight thousand dollars. And that she has suffered from severe psychological distress because of the whole ordeal. Well, then Bryant she might as well said, just fake her death. Bryant said she first inserted the cell phone inside her vagina as a dare from one of her friends, but quickly realized that the phone would not come out. I wanted to see how it would feel to put a cell phone on vibration mode inside of me just for fun, but it soon turned to be a nightmare, she told Judge Andrew Peterson in tears. Samsung is definitely at fault here as they offer no warning about dangers and potential risks during the insertion of their products inside their client male or female body cavities or genitals. Salma Bryant's lawyer Jim McPhee said in court, McAfee said in court, a Samsung spokesman said they would not comment on this case at the moment, but explained that an out-of-court settlement was still an option on the table. Apple faced a similar lawsuit in 2014 after a man attempted to swallow 14 iPhones and ended up in the emergency room for mercury poisoning. Apple was eventually forced to legally specify that their products were not fit for human consumption and the man was con- what? And the man was conceded. Wait, conceded? Cons- <laughs> Send it out. That's it, conceded. Yes. Okay. Oh, an undisclosed amount of money. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. We read it. Yes, woman so she sues Samsung for $1.8 million after the cell phone got stuck in her vagina. I like I just And was unable to retrieve the bitch for 96 hours. I would have been the main one calling her, wearing her ass out. Texting letter by letter. 
Cause you dumb. <laughs> like, why does a why does a phone company have to specify that their cellular devices are not for internal consumption? Yeah, I've heard of women just putting it against the cooch. They just laying it against the cooch. I mean, cause some like I have been like I've been driving and my my phone will be like on the seat, yeah. like into my legs, yeah. and somebody will call and I'll be like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right now. Well, wait a minute. But that doesn't make me want to come home and, and put, put it, it all the way me. in. First of all, that seems a bit much. What kind of phone she got? A flip phone? <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of flip phones. The new Razor? Yes. Have you seen it? I've also seen the iPhone that slides. Anywho. Um, like if you slide it this way, the camera. If you slide it that way, the keyboard. But it's still a full screen. But if you like just do something, some shit comes out the sides. Uh-huh. But it's still really flat. It's interesting. Yeah, when they and said Tesla that, got a new phone too. When they said they were re, when they said they were re-releasing mm. the Razor, I was like, "Who want a flip phone nowadays?" But then when I saw the commercial and it's it flips cute. up and it's like all touch. Well, you know, it came out once I think last year, but the opening and closing thing didn't work well. Like it was affecting the screen, so they took it back, um. and so that was like coming out again because they fixed whatever they had to fix. I mean, it. Looks, I would lose it. It looks cute. But I'm I'm fine with my with my iPhone. I wouldn't even close it. Come so used to having an open phone, like, like I just slide it in your pocket. Right. Open oh, I can really hang up on bitches. Clap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Clap that phone shut. Right. So that's the bro of the week. Mm. Bitches out here with flamethrowers and hunching on dead bodies and Yes. Yeah, so today's episode. Ooh, why do we doing some dumb shit? We've had a bit of trouble with our booking our guest for the past three weeks. No shade if anybody's listening. Three weeks um, or two? Two. 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 It don't matter. It's been too long. It's been a struggle. It has been a struggle. <laughs> it's been a, it's um, been a struggle. So today's episode is about friendship. And I guess getting to know each other a little bit more, I guess. Huh? Okay. Sure. So you want to ask your questions first? So basically we have like five or six questions. We'll ask each other and we also have to answer them. Yeah, we can go back and forth. Okay. So do you want me to go first? Sure. (laughs) You can go first. All right. I guess I'll do this in order. You don't have to be in order. Mm, Yeah, I think I will. I think I'll just stay in order. Okay. What has our friendship taught you? Or what is it teaching you? Oh, that's a good one. Um, uh, I, uh, I feel like I think our friendship has taught me how to um. It's taught me, like, how to be patient, but how to also, um, that I have more in common with people that are not like me sometimes, if that makes sense. Because, like, when we first met, like, I just, I was like, we ain't gonna be friends. (laughs) Because I just, I I don't know, I just, we just, we just not gonna be friends. Right. Um... So, I mean, because, I mean, I thought you were a good person, but I was slightly annoyed by you. Yes. Because you, you can have a strong personality. Yes. So, I just like, oh, we're not going to be friends. Right. But, 
we did somehow become friends. And I don't even know how this happened. I really don't know how either. But within our friendship, it has definitely taught me how to like be patient and to look beyond um look beyond what people like present to you. Right. So yeah. Okay. Um I think our friendship make sure this doesn't answer any qu- other questions before I answer. I know, I was trying to think about that too. Like um, <laughs> is this gonna run into another question? Our my our friendship has taught me how to like mind my business and let people be people or let them do what they're going to do. Like now that you have a relationship or now that you're in a relationship, uh-huh. there are certain things that don't like look, I don't live with you, I don't like this is your life. Like I can't be concerned with what goes on in your life and it's none of my business. Or like, um like something's just not my place anymore. Like you have a whole man, like Oh, so like when I was single you felt like there were I things- could say more or voice my opinion on more things. Or do it myself. I need an example. Like for instance, I will go clean that room right now. But what does that have to do with me being in a relationship, though? Because that, that's your show house. Show, like, when I was living with you, I would just do it. Now this is, like, your house. This is your man's house. This is y- y'all do your own stuff. Like, this is what y'all do. Yeah, but everything in that room is mine. Still your house, though. Like, this is... So this was like, if it don't bother your man, it don't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it does bother him. Oh, my God. You know, I hate it so much. It does bother him. I would go on there and... You'd be mad at me. And I, I'm not going to go in there because I know you'd be pissed if I threw everything away. Oh yeah, we, yes. we fight. <laughs> so I just it's, no, but not, I mean that's like the simplest thing. But just like in general, it's just like I don't like I just this is like I have to separate like our friendship and your relationship. Okay. In a way, like, I don't have any like real excuse, like any like real examples, <laughs> like, but just like this is just this your life. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So, what qualities or like aspects of our friendship do you like the most? Um. We're both not like party animals. Okay. Like we can really be okay just sitting on a couch. Okay. Like. Um. For the most part, we kind of enjoy the same things to a certain extent. I mean, I'm not like, you know, a Harry Potter fan or a Game of Thrones person. Right. Um, but, I mean, we can definitely sit and watch TV shows. Um, qualities? I mean, I feel like... I feel like we're both, like, growing. And, like... In a, is that honey's? Yes, yeah, she is. Wow, snoring. she is snoring like a man. Mm-hmm. Um... That's an interesting question. What's the question again? What qualities or aspects about our friendship do you uh do you like the most? Um I think we I think we exist well together. Like I think now when we walk in a room together, both people are acknowledged. 
Okay. As at one point I felt like all they see is Dominic. Okay. Um I don't know. I think I I, I just enjoyed the friendship. I don't know. That's a very interesting question. <laughs> okay, so if for me answering the question. Maybe if you answer the question, I'll be able to answer the question. <laughs> right. Um So for me, I just, I like I like our dynamic. So like whereas when we do things together, uh-huh. like I'm not very like I am outgoing, mm-hmm. but it takes me a minute to warm up. Right. Whereas you'll come into a room and like, all right, we here. So because you're that person, it kind of allows me to like sit back first and then get into the out. yeah, and okay. then get into the shit. Gotcha. So I feel like we balance each other in that way, in yes. that sense. Um, and then I like how. Um, I don't, I don't want this to come off wrong, but I do like how we've grown up different and had different experiences. Yes. Because I feel like, like the teacher in me gets, gets like excited sometimes when I can like teach you something. Right. Or show you something differently. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. Like when you discover new things and you're like, oh, okay. Like it, it, it makes me feel like. Gotcha. You were able to contribute something. Yeah. Contributions. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, that's pretty much... I feel the same way, then. That's my... <laughs> that's that. So you don't have anything to add to that? Well, okay. no. No, 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 no. Okay, cool. No. Um, two pet peeves about me. What are two things that just worry you thin about me? Oh, my gosh. So that I had, I had, <laughs> I had that question, too, because I was like, is there anything that I do that gets on your nerves? Well, actually, first. Okay. <laughs> um... I feel like I know mine for you. Okay. Okay, so one thing that you do that I... I guess it's kind of... It's kind of a pet peeve, mm-hmm. but not really. Um, I mean, we've talked about this. Yes. When you... Um, when you hear about a situation or see a situation... Mm-hmm. And... Like, if it's not how you would have done it... Right. Like it just really like it it takes you there and like it just you spiral out on this whole like thing. Okay. Where you can like kinda get judgy about it. Okay. So then I'm I'm like, okay, but you gotta realize like that's this is them. That's them and right. like they might haven't seen it that way. So like Gotcha. Yeah, and like it gets you like really, really heated. Or my other pet peeve about you would be like you letting things go. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's different what I thought. Which, by the way, I saw that tweet that you posted the other day with the two throwback pictures of you and that person. Oh, yeah. And I was like, why? I, I, sometimes I'd be like, girl. I was, like, I was looking for throwback Thursdays and they were in the, in the list. I was like, oh. I was like, oh, oh why? Right. Um, but anyways, yes. I thought you were going to say my mouth. No, because okay, at first when I to be said. when our fish first started, yes, <laughs> but now I'm just like that's true. Um, okay, my two pet peeves about you. Uh, um, I think mine are like 
they change now because I don't like they don't bother me as much I guess like I used to like I think at one point you were a bit excessive on your phone what do you mean like always on my phone yes like you are a heavy scroller okay and there's like but you're not like what is it it's just scrolling yeah but now it doesn't like I feel like now you've gotten better with it like it, it doesn't bother me now um I used to make sure I don't answer this one either. Oh, I used to always feel like messing with Chantel. So, you know, sometimes I, I have learned that I have to go to somebody before I go to the initial person to make sure that what I'm saying comes out correctly. Okay. Or just wait until I'm making sure like I'm not in my feelings when I go to this person. Okay. So then there will be times where I would go to Chantel. Why? I don't know. Just to like make sure that it's to make, vent and make sure that make you're sure saying, it comes out yeah, correctly. Uh-huh. So then it would always be a well, you know, he don't like conversation. You know, he don't like being uncomfortable. So you just can't say it. And so I was like, girl, fuck this. Like we grow, we can have a conversation. So I think now we're way better than that. But in the beginning, I was so over the whole like everybody, even like Ash, would even be like, we well, don't like conversation, so you can't say that. I'm like. Huh. I can never say anything because Dominic doesn't like confrontation. He doesn't like being uncomfortable, but we're adults now. But now we're fine. Like, I don't really have any pet peeves. I literally don't know why they would say that. Literally. Like, all of Castleberry days, there's so much I was like, girl, I can't say because they told me I can't say nothing because they make him uncomfortable. He don't like confrontation. But I am, <laughs> I literally will confront somebody. That's the thing. I don't understand. Like, see, and, But see, now I feel like you will. Back then, I guess I was Still learning? That, yeah. Okay. Like, cause now I feel like, he down with the shits, but back then I felt like, mm, no. So I don't know. But I mean, that was a, that was a long time ago. Yeah. That was, a, that was so, literally like six years ago. It doesn't feel like that, but yeah. And, definitely and, go back to Cal- Castleberry days were good though. Yeah, <sighs> but I was, I was, I was a different person then. Too. Yes. Absolutely. I feel like I was, I'm, I'm very much more mature than I was then. Yes. All right, your turn. Um. Okay, so that one coincided with yours. Um. Okay. So within our friendship, yes. Do you feel like you play a certain role? Um. Sometimes, okay. but I don't know, like if it's considered a role. I feel like I'm more of the. Do I answer this one? <laughs> trying to see if you have it on yours too. I mean, it's feel like it's gonna like go into my question too. I mean, it's that's my question. Um, I don't think I have a certain role. I feel like I'm just more of the like. Come on, Dom, you can do it. Sometimes I feel like I see the potential that you're afraid to like dive into or something. Okay. So it's like, just come on, you can do it. Like, you can do it. Like, do it, do it, do it. You can do it, you can do it. You're like, nah. No, 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 you can do it, you can do it. Nah. Which is funny because I feel like I do that for a lot of people. So yeah, I just feel like I, I feel like I do that for you. Like, I feel like I see a lot of like, 
potential and then like listening to you speak and like noticing what makes you happy, what makes you excited. And then it's like, okay, well like do it. But it's like, there's something where it's like, I don't want to say fear or I don't know what it is, but it's like, uh, it's always like a hesitant about, I don't know. So I guess I feel like in the friendship, I guess I played the role of like, you can do it. A Soccer mom. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I say, it's like a cheerleader? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, that, I don't know. Yeah, that would be, yeah. Okay. Um. Also, I'm the, get up, let's do something. You are very much that. <laughs> you are very much that. Because I will lay in the bed. Um, so, I, I don't know. In the beginning of our friendship, I think I felt more like, I was definitely a nun when I met you. Yeah, and I, but I felt like I was more like parental or like big brother. Yes. Because I didn't know anything. Yeah. So Literally I, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Literally everything surprised me every day. <laughs> every day. Um, so I, I feel like, yeah, I was, I was more so like older brother. Yes. Slash parent. But I, I don't know. Now I just feel like... I still feel like brother, but not like, not like I'm in high school and you're in elementary school. Right. Right, right, right. I like, you. you know, more so like we two years apart kind of brothers. Right, right, right. Like there's finally a bit of maturity coming, so it brings us a little bit. Like the gap closer. has been bridged. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I, I feel like within our friendship, I, I could probably, that would probably be my role more so. Yeah. Um, I mean, still some parental things mixed in there, Absolutely. but, um, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did I answer that question? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, it <laughs> um, does having other friends ever make you feel left out or like any negative feelings? Like me having other friends or you having other friends? Me having other friends. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it used to bother me. Okay. But I think it only bothered me in the sense of when I was in North Carolina, Alan and Brandon were like my best friends. Right. When I moved here, I didn't really have any like guy friends. Right, right. All my friends were girls. Right. And so like when me and you started becoming closer, like... Besides Tay, like, you were my right. only other guy friend. So, like, I guess in my life at that moment, like, y'all were filling that void of me having spent so much time with those guys and right. not having them around. So, like, when you would do stuff with your other friends or, like, yeah, when you would do stuff with them or, like, mention them or whatever, I'd be like, bitch, no. I'm, like, <laughs> right. I'm your friend. Right. I get like, you. No. Um, now, um, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, you and Apollo kind of bothered me. Okay. But. I mean, also because that happened really fast. Like, me and Apollo became really close really fast. And then y'all started doing, like, everything. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, well, fuck me, <laughs> fuck me then. <laughs> fuck me then. But no. I got a man now, so fuck me. I think, I think that in that sense, well. I guess to answer the question first, I've never felt like left out with your friends. 
because I feel like they just all became my friends. Like Tammy, Chantel, I love Brandon. I had never met Alan, though. What? Is it on me, Alan? Okay. Um, yeah, we're not <laughs> going to that. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, like, I feel like a lot of your friends just kind of naturally just kind of, we just all kind of come together. <gasps> cool. Oh my God. Going back. Yes. I just thought about something. So one of your pet peeves, it's, it's an old pet peeve. You yes. don't do it anymore. Okay. Whenever I would be on FaceTime with people and you would just jump, jump in. in. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because I was nosy and I wanted to be involved. That would. I just wanted to be a part. Burn me up. And at the time, see, I didn't know, like, you know, I just thought everybody was a friend. I didn't know if you were dating somebody or... Well, like, some of them weren't just friends. Yes, I didn't, I didn't know that, you know. Just, you know. Um, but yes, uh, I never felt left out. But I think the issue for me... Well, not issue. The thing with me is, because I'm never around my family, and I think I personally made the mistake of just shutting my family down. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, I've been so on this... If it feels negative, I'm not even entertaining it. Mm-hmm. So I just like cut my family out because I felt like Protect if they're going to have any issues with me doing drag, being gay, whatever, I'm just cutting them out. So I've cut a lot of my family. I don't talk to anybody. Right. So then I kind of had to create my own family mm-hmm. out of my friends. So like, I literally only have Chantel, Tammy, like, like close girlfriends. It would be like Chantel, you know, that's, that's people that I talk to the most as far as females. Um, like destiny or whatever mm-hmm. but like the other guys that i've made friends with like have become like my family but i still need my best friend you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like mm-hmm. that thing like you're still like my best friend they just kind of fell in places like just like family right but i still have my best friend so even you know family will always go somewhere away bye <laughs> right but yeah so that was that that's for me like kind of where everything else stands but yeah that's that's that. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we've touched on this, I guess. But is there anything that you would change about our friendship? <sighs> um, I think that a lot could have been avoided... In the past, I feel like everything happens for a reason. Like, and when you're growing and learning, things kind of happen to show you other things. And so I don't want to say that I wish or anything. Um, I think more of just, I guess, communication or not being afraid to say anything or not like feeling like. I have something to lose, so I won't say this because I feel like if I say this, that'll be the end of our friendship. Mm. Or, because I do remember that conversation. Or not. At the time, I had nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I had a lot to lose, so if I say something, where am I gonna live? Right. You know what I'm saying? Or right. like. It was, it, I think I was always in a position for, well, not always, for a, a, a maybe, what, two years probably? Like one or two years? One or okay, probably, yeah. I was in a place of like, I don't have anything. So the simplest thing, and I ain't gonna have nothing for real, for real. 
See, but that's not the type of person I am. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you didn't. I've never experienced yeah, that. You yeah, know, yeah, I've yeah. never been in that position where I could feel like, oh, well, I could just say this. I'll be all right, bitch. No, <laughs> it's all I got is a suitcase, bitch. You really think I would have put you out? <laughs> yeah, I, I would. <laughs> oh my god. Well, you know, I was. I actually, you know what? I don't. I'm not gonna say that because I think in levels of relationships certain people get certain things. Right. You know what I'm saying? True. Like, if we not all that close... That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, because of where we were, like, I felt comfortable enough with you staying with me. But see, so, like, also... I don't think I would... I don't... Like, you're saying, like, if we were to have a, a argument or whatever, right. like, I wouldn't have been like, get your shit and get out. Because, I mean, like, for me, like, I just... My friends are never gonna just be out, right. out and down. But see, I've also never had a long friendship. Okay. Because, like, I lived in Florida until I was in seventh grade. And then I moved here. And I didn't really have many friends except for, like, church friends. But at the same time, I was also very sheltered. So I never had, like, right. spent the night over nobody's house. Like, right. it was a lot of changes. As far as moving to moving here, so yeah, so yeah, that's just what I. So I wouldn't really change anything. I guess I think more so. Yeah, no. Things teach you a lesson. Yeah, I don't think I would change anything. And things happen for a reason. So yeah. Am I next? Yep. Mm Hmm. What are your biggest fears? If you have any, like you know, it don't have to be a whole bunch, but. As it pertains to our friendship or just um, period? It can be both. Period. Our friendship. Whatever one comes to your mind first. Um, well, like, I'm always, I'm always afraid of failure. Like, okay. always. Like, anything I do, I'm always like, oh, is it going to fail? Um, so, like, I'm always afraid of failure. Gotcha. But I think that's also, like... I feel like it's it's helped me in some cases and hurt me in some cases. So, like, there have been times where, like, I've been afraid to fail, but, like, I've done it anyway and succeeded. Yes. But then I've been afraid to fail and there's things that I haven't done. So then I don't know if I really would have succeeded right. or not. <laughs> um. So, yeah. And then with me being, like, a perfectionist about things. I, like, perfectionist mixed with fear. Like, it's just... Ooh, it makes me a wreck sometimes. <laughs> it literally, like, right. stresses me out sometimes. I gotcha. Um, I think that, um, I fear not accomplishing, like, dreams and goals. Like, I don't want to feel like I just wasted time. Right. Or, like, didn't get the necessary things accomplished. Right. Um, like, I don't want my whole life to be filled with drag. There's something that Trey Bars wants to accomplish as well. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, like, I finally have got to a place where I am committed to doing drag. Um, and I believe that if I can open the doors, if drag will open the door for Trey Bars, then that's how it will happen, and I'm okay with that. Um... But there are big things like I want the opportunity to like be a blessing to my friends. 
Because, you know, like, one of my, like, love languages is, like, gifts and things like that. So I would love right. to, like, do fun things or just, you know, great things um, and not have to worry about money. Right. Um, and just also, like, really... I don't want to be that person. There's two people. There are people who live their life with their kids because they couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And there are people who, like, teach... Mm-hmm. kids because they couldn't do it mm-hmm. so I, but I want to do it you know what I'm saying like I right. so it's just that like not doing it like not being able to give back to my mom or help my sister who wanted to help her out or you know right. travel the world and experience life and not just by myself but like with friends or with family so that would be like one of my biggest fears um I think that kind of goes into like my next question because yes. my next question was like specifically for you but um, I wrote down, um, have you ever thought about what you would want to do with your life if entertainment does not work out? It would be what I said I don't want to do. <laughs> like, help kids. Like, in a sense of, like, the arts and entertainment. Because they're, like, I've met kids who literally... I remember when I first moved here, I met a kid that was younger than me, but I was, what, 14, 15? So he wasn't that much younger than me. But he had never even been to Savannah, Georgia. And I was like, oh my God, like you live, and he's born and raised in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You've never even been to, like you've never even been two hours out of your own city. Like, so I, like, I just, I would love to give back to kids, like let kids see the world outside of their, their, their situation. And also, kids who have the dreams but can't, there's no way, like, your parents can afford acting classes and dance classes and all those things. But, like, like I think that's how I experienced my love for the arts. I did a summer camp, but my parents can afford it, and so my youth pastor paid for it. And But right. if it wasn't for that, like... So, with that, do you feel like, do you ever feel like maybe you should go to school? I think about that often. And just where exactly I would go to school. Like, I mean, like, what I'm going to school for. Because I think it would have to still be, like, a theater major or something like that. Yeah, so that I can like teach an artsy those things. type of major. Yeah. yeah. So that I could teach those things. Um, so I think about that often because I literally cannot escape teenagers. Like, you know, I was in team industry, working in team industry for a very long time. No, I thought, I, I definitely have thought about that, too, because I'm like, even with me being in retail like as a manager now i feel like the majority of my day yes is like teaching people how to do this teaching people how to do that showing people how to do this like borderline babysitting and i'm like i could do this teaching i think i've i've spent a lot of time honey i've spent a lot of time Pulling the goods out of kids. Mm-hmm. Like, because seeing I, the potential. I, I often thought about that. Like, like I know you like entertainment. But I have seen how you interact with... With children. And I saw how you interacted when we um, helped a certain person with their modeling stuff. Yes. Um, yes. So, like... You're good. You're a good performer. Like, I love watching you perform. Yeah. 
but I also see how you are behind the scenes. Right. So, like, I feel like you could do either or. Like, right. if things don't ever work out for you. But I want to make sure I'm doing it for the right reason and not, like, resentment or, like, not feeling like, well, I couldn't do it, so I guess I'll just... You know what I'm saying? Like, I really want right, to... Right, 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 right. No, 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 no. I, I definitely get that. But I'm saying, like, I've seen how you do behind the scenes. Yeah. And you're just as good doing either or. Appreciate it. And listen, sometimes people will be backup singers before they be the lead. This is very true. Now I don't mind. <laughs> I don't now this is the thing I will also say, because I didn't realize that until I was doing drag, I don't I didn't know about paying your dues. You know what I'm saying? I never right. knew about that. I just knew about I didn't equate putting in the work and paying your dues is the same thing. For right. me it was like, you know, you do some art development, go some acting classes, you're famous. Do it. No. I didn't know, like, you know, sometimes you gotta do some free shows. Yeah, like it's even some of the hard. celebrities that we know now, like they they did like yeah. little community theater projects, Absolutely. little like there off are Broadway. Side there are shit. pageant kings and queens that I know right now that are still doing tip spots. Yeah, you know, because this is just and they have been doing this for years. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's. Yeah. So yeah, question your question. Um. What do I want to ask? Oh, I'll ask this one first and then we'll move forward with my last one. Plenty of friendships have had sexual encounters involved that could also make or break your friendship. Has sex ever been considered in our friendship? Like me having sex with you? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Like I've always seen you as a friend. Gotcha. Um, but for me, like... I don't think we ever started on right. that way. Right, right, right. So, like, there have been people in my life, like my friend Brandon. Yeah. Like, when we first met, we met Sexually. as, like, yeah, but not even just sex. Like, we met through, oh, this is going to tell my age, but we were on a Black Gay Chat, BGC. Oh, yes, Black Gay Chat! Yes! yes. So, we Ooh, met. Sneaking on that one, bitch. We met on BGC. Uh-huh. But, like, we had had conversations, like, back and forth. Right. And so, like, we met with the intentions or hopes of, like, actually being a couple. Right. But, like, through us hanging out and then we had sex and then afterwards we were just, like, I don't know. We just feel better off as friends. Gotcha. So then we we have continued our friendship and it's been, wow, so many years. Yes. Because that was like 2005. I love Brandon. So we've been friends since then. And it's just like like that. But I feel like when me and you first met, we didn't meet on that type of intention or that type of thought process. So it's like, we're cool. I was also very much so Mary the Virgin. Okay. Um... Sleeping in pajama pants and full t-shirts. With your nunnery. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah. I think that I had the thought in a sense of I was in a place that I'm ready to lose my virginity and one of my friends should probably take it. Weird. But okay. Because, let me explain that. Because it's somebody that you would trust. And yes. Yeah, I, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, so I understand like, the thought. Because I, I literally got to a place in my life where I was like, I'm going to be single forever. <laughs> and I'm never going to have sex. 
So to experience it, maybe one because I know my friends like teach me what to do, how to do it, show me what to do, yeah. and blam, one and done. Well, my dick ain't gonna be hard for that. Well, see, but it was never. <laughs> but see, it was never like and I never I, got like sexual about it. If that makes sense, like I never was like turned on by the thought. You just thought it would be. It like was a thought of like who can do it. But you know what? Okay, so I have had that thought in the sense of like. Sex with a girl. Okay. Because I was like, I I want to try it, but I don't want... You don't want to embarrass yourself. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to embarrass myself, and I don't yeah. want to like... Like, is is there a, a woman out there that's really going to look at me and be like, yeah, I'll give you some. A draft that I know recently did it. Did what? Had sex with a girl. And has a baby on the way. No, 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 no. Who? I'm sorry. I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. We'll okay. No, we'll talk about somebody who lost baby. This is their first time having sex with a girl. Oh. And but they did it in the whole spot because she was there getting a train ran on her. So he just jumped what in the train. Spot? Tokyo. Um, he said it a lot. Oh, cause he said it. Malachi. Oh. He said he went to Tokyo and he, you know, da 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 da, and he just jumped in there and did it and left and it was that. So now he's had sex with a girl before. Okay, well, I don't know. I don't know if I would want to do that. Yeah, I don't want to be that way. But I like, like I said, I I had thought about like, would one of my friends be willing to do it? I can't even see you have this one of your friends though. Like out of the friends that I know that you are good with, right? Maybe maybe like a trans guy. See, I thought about that too, but the one that I know ain't having the shit. Ain't having that. Ooh, yeah, we. So um, well, the two that you know, either one of them ain't having the shits. What's the other one? Who the other one? Jay. Oh yeah, Jay ain't having the shits. Yeah, although there was a comment on one of my pictures. Uh huh. Um, who? Jay. Oh, okay. It was a picture of me and Ashton. It was our hands uh-huh. with the rings, uh-huh. and Jay was like, "Ooh, put my hand in the middle." What you mean? Put your hand. All in right, the going on somewhere. <laughs> Buy yourself some Maybe. papers. Um, Find yourself some business. So yeah, but I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So with that question, yes. Um, one of my questions was, it you touched on it a little bit before. Okay. But um, have you ever been jealous of me? No. Never been jealous. I think if anything, I felt. Because when you said, because it made me think about it, like I wrote it down, mm-hmm. but it made me think about it because I was going to ask it when you were like, mm-hmm. when we go into the room now, people notice both of us. Yeah, see, it wasn't jealousy. I literally more so just felt like, here we go again. But okay. I was used to it. Like, just like there was, when we first became friends, I think, this was like probably during your Tasia phase and then we were single for a little bit. Okay. The boys were all over Dominic. Like when we used to go out. That's back when we actually used to go out places. Right. <laughs> right. When we used to go So out. that I would feel like... Because also people don't have... People don't have, like, manners. So people don't know, like, when you speak to once, just... Even if you don't know a person by people by name. Like, when I go somewhere, if I know somebody that's sitting at a table of people, I'll hug him, say hello, and then I'll say, hello, everyone, and I'll walk yeah. away. Yeah. Some people yeah. don't do that. So, like, there'll be times when people, like, literally be all over you and just walk away. And it's like, hey, how are you? <laughs> right. Don't mind me. I'll just be back here minding my business. 
Right. But it wasn't it wasn't a jealousy thing. I more so just always just felt like, oh, I wish I that sounds jealous, but it's not jealous. It's like more envy. Okay. Like, I think it was because I was curious to know like what does that feel like to have that kind of attention. Got it. Yeah. So, okay. So my last question. Okay. What do you want to see more from me as your friend and as a person, or as a person, and or? Um, uh, I, I don't know how to say this. Um, like maybe like, cause I, mean, I guess this could go for me too, but like more like dedication towards certain things or like a, a more serious attitude towards some things. Mm-hmm. Um, Any examples? Yeah. Um, so like, okay. So how, how you talk about like your weight yes. and stuff like that and like how you, whatever, like all that, all, all the, the issues or whatever surrounding body body image yes. yes so like just being because i feel like you know what you want yes i just don't work hard enough for it i just want you to go go get it because it's it's right. and the thing is you're not in a spot where it's a lost cause gotcha you know what i'm saying like you're not in a spot where like, the things that you talk about are definitely, definitely attainable. Gotcha. Like, they're, yes. they're like, right there. <laughs> right. Like, literally right there. I gotcha. Um, but I do know that it can be hard as far as, like, motivation mm-hmm. and, like, knowing what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why, like, I haven't really, like push pushed about it because I know that there are like certain limitations right um I I mean maybe because like I know I know like at this moment in your life like a personal trainer is just not right not necessarily in your budget I also know that I'm still not doing my part yeah that's what I'm saying so there are some things that are definitely in your wheelhouse attainable that you can do right and i feel like other there the other stuff is like extras right um so yeah because like this whole month i have literally every day mm-hmm. been doing 25 to 30 push-ups oh that's what's up. every day that's great and like even when i took a shower today i was like okay <laughs> okay i see a little progress Listen. so i think what I'm going to do is next month... Because I said to myself I was going to pick an exercise and just do it for the whole month. Mm-hmm. But I think what I want to start doing is do an exercise. And then, like, in December, I'm going to continue to do that exercise, just but add another one to on. Yeah. Okay. That's cute. Um, so maybe by the summer 2020, I can really be naked again. Listen, you know what? I should go for that goal as well. All right. So, what do I want to see more from you as a friend or as a person? Um, I think I, I touched on it a little bit earlier, like, just going for it. 
like at least just trying it like things you kind of like seem like you're interested in mm-hmm. like just going for it don't be afraid to just try stuff yeah um I feel like I want you to like make space for your life like I feel like There's potential, but you just got to time it out. Like, yeah, like make time for things that you want to like, if you want to grow and get better, then make time for those things. Right. Like we all have to work, but it's okay sometimes to be like, I just need to take a day off. Yeah. Like, I know that we got bills to pay, but sometimes you have to like take a self-care day, but don't let the self-care day be where you just stay in bed all day. Right. And I'm not saying like. Productive means go grocery shopping, but just, like, you know, like, see the world for yourself, like, outside of, like, not with me, not with Ash, like, just enjoy some time for you that's outside of the bed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and I think I also want you to, for, so, I think first for, well, at least as long as I've known you, for a while, I think you found beauty in yourself because of what people said to you or the attention that people gave you. Like, I think there was a level of confidence because of the attention that you had. But I think because now that you're, like, you know, you're more mature, you're growing, you're married, some of the attention has slowly died down a little bit. And so now you are, like, forced to find your own beauty and love yourself. And so there's times I hear you, like, say stuff like, that you're not happy with or you would change if you wanted to. But it's like, I see it. Why doesn't he see it? Like, it'd be days where you'd be like, I need some squats. I don't have no ass. I'm like, are you serious? Like, I don't understand what's happening here. So I think I just want, like, I want you to thoroughly, like, enjoy yourself and find the beauty of yourself. But I think that's also because you're adjusting to changing as well. Like, you know, you're not skinny petite as you once were. <laughs> so, you know, back when you could wear a zero in girls. Oh, I have never been a zero. A four. A six. Six. <laughs> a six in girls. Six, eight. Now you may be a 10, 12. And it's okay. So, yeah, that, that's it. That's that's my thing. Just like, love yourself. Love on yourself. And find the beauty in yourself. <laughs> Without attention and validation from everybody else. Okay, well, thank you for that. Because niggas are always on the fuck. But you know what? That doesn't validate me. Okay. Like a nigga being like, ooh, I just want to fuck. Okay, mm-hmm. y'all will fuck anything. This is true. <laughs> y'all will literally fuck anything. This is true. I have seen it. Right. So, like, don't don't come with me like, oh, my God, I, I want to fuck you. Right. Like, no. That doesn't... Like, literally... And I told this to, um, there was a guy that I used to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Courtney. Mm-hmm. He moved to California or whatever. Um, like, because we were talking, like getting to know each other. Yeah. Um, on the precipice of dating. Yes. Um, but then he moved to California. But literally, I think I told you about him. Like, literally every day when we would talk, like if it was on the phone, on FaceTime, or like right. if he were to come by, like he... He would be like, oh my God, you're beautiful. Like, he would just, oh my God, you're beautiful. Mm 
Right. And literally every time he would do it, like I would kind of cringe a little bit on the inside because I'm like, stop it. Right. <laughs> stop it. Cut it out. But like it helped me like I guess get used to compliments or like yes. it helped me like feel better about myself. Right. So yeah. Okay. That means more to me than a nigga saying I gotcha. don't want to fuck. I gotcha. Okay, any more questions? That's all mine. Um Yeah. That's all. Okay. All right, well, I'm Trey Varis, and you can follow me at The Real Trey Varis. Um, you can also follow my drag page. I'll have some little Taja Call concert feedback things there. Um, at Princess Carter, Princess with a Y, P R Y N C E S S, Carter, C A R T E R. And that's that. Oh, you can follow my whole page. I'm just joking. Woo! Just joking. Listen, they're not getting access to that. Just joking. Um, you can follow me. At underscore Dommy Boy underscore. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also check out my apparel slash merch at heritage1519.com. Get you some black pride gear. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then you can follow us as a team. Yes. <laughs> at the Peach Tea Podcast on Instagram. You can also email us at thepeachteapodcast at gmail.com if you have any comments, questions, ideas, thoughts, all that jazz. Ooh. Okay. I had a burp. All right. Well, that's that. We will see you guys. We'll talk to you guys when we talk to you. Yeah, sorry this episode is late. Somebody had a concert to go to. So no, it pushed us back in time. Not timing. even that. People that we've been trying to get on the show are also not available. So I know we have a really good episode planned for you guys, but it's just the timing, just the scheduling not, is not working out. People are booked and busy and too booked and busy for me. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we might find some new people. But I like those people. I know those people are the good ones. Right. But. So yes. Alright, well it was cute. Oh, congratulations to Chase on his magazine cover. Snubbed. Um the cookout podcast. Chase Cassidy, Cassidy. has uh <laughs> You know what I was about to say? What? I was gonna say Chase Cassidine. Oh, yeah, it's drag name. What what did he say that would be Chastity something? It don't matter. Anyway, yes, congratulations on the magazine cover. It was cute or whatever. We're happy for you. And yeah, that's all. I guess we're gonna go now. Bye. Alright, see y'all later. Till next time. Bye. Bye. Peace out. <laughs>